PTM, Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, Studio 22. You know where we are. We're in the mothership. Puppet Master Mark. It is Monday, which means uh, I had to put up with a whole bunch of people's crap over the weekend. And we're going to talk about that a little bit as we get into some of today's headlines. Did you have a good weekend, though, Marcus? Yeah, I did. It was good. I uh, honestly didn't really do too much. Um, oh but it was kind of nice. That's what I like so, to hear. Uh, yeah. Didn't do too much. That's what the weekends are for. That's why a lot of people have uh, Blue Mondays is because they had a mm-hmm. busy Sunday, and you're supposed to get a little rest in. I uh, I cooked steaks yesterday. I, I grilled some steaks, ate half of one. <laughs> How about that? I don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't think that's appropriate for a Texan, uh, especially to admit that. Mm. Candace, do you eat a lot of meat? Can DC, the queen of the Ethiopians, do your people eat meat? No, No? I don't think they do. Whatever those people are. Sand. Yeah. Y'all are a desert dwelling. High on the sand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did you do anything exciting this weekend? Anything good? Anything fun? Just kind of. Anything you could talk about? (laughs) Just kind of relaxed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Relaxing is good. My wife made me uh, go out uh, some this week with her friends, and that's always just a woohoo. I'm kidding. I love them. I love them. We're having a good time. Party foul Steve is back in the house here hanging out. I'm going through my text messages right now. Not a single text yesterday. Steaks on the grill or anything. No. There's a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Because I would have came and ate them. Steve was like, I would have eaten a whole steak. What the heck, dude? I I would have ate the leftover half one. No. Yeah, it would be nice. Now, I uh, we just kind of just made it up as we went yesterday. We had some leftovers in the um, in the refrigerator, so I was like, "Well, let me get rid of this stuff." And Jade's like, "How old is this macaroni salad? Shut up, woman, and eat it." <laughs> the just one from New Year's. <laughs> eat it. Yeah. No, the one from last weekend when you were at my house eating <laughs> oh, <okay>. eating food. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, I want to tell you guys. Look at this shirt. Don't you love it? Can you see it? My unapologetic patriot. There's one that's on uh, watchchad.com. It comes in several different colors. You need to go get one. I forgot we even had these. Got my little name down here. Steve's going to get this tattooed on his butt. No, I'm going to get it right here on my forearm, right here. I should do it right here. That's hardcore. I might get it like an inch big, though, because that's scary. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Yeah, you got them in all kinds of colors. I got got a couple of them here. Look at that. Bang. You can get it. Watchchad.com. That's a good-looking shirt, man. Look at this meme. Hardcore. Yeah, we've got some cool shirts on there. I always forget the stuff that we have on the website. And I'm telling you, here's something, too. I've told you about this. So you could go to a Bullion Box or, or GMR Gold right there, and you got the Party Apocalypse that says it's Party Time Mom. Got my little face on there on the back. Chad Pray, the one-ounce pure silver. And Bullion Box has been, and GMR Gold, I should say, have been a sponsor of the podcast, good folks. And uh, But we got this, and people are like, oh, my gosh, it's $28, $29, and the spot price on silver right now is $18. Well, guess what? I'm going to sell you that shirt for more than it's worth, too. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know. But you, if you, mean you bring you get it for cost? Here's the deal. If you, yeah, you don't buy anything for cost. <laughs> this is There's more than just silver involved with this. So, so to sweeten the deal, what I've been telling people is if they get one of these coins, this is the currency of the party apocalypse, right? I give it to the kids. I'm like, here, you'll never be broke. Keep this in your pocket, you know. I uh, gave it to the son of uh, uh, Sarah Gonzalez, our very favorite Sarah Let Gonzalez. 
Yeah, you can have that one, Steve. Nice. The, uh, I was about to order I'm just giving a money away. I'm like, keep that in your pocket, kid. You'll never be broke. You'll always have 20 bucks with you. Hey, just um, reach out to me on my email, and you can buy this for 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but if you bring that to the show, if you get a coin and you bring it to the show, one of our live shows, which, by the way, will be in Everett, Washington on the 18th, kicking off the Am I Crazy comedy show. Uh, Everett, Washington on the 18th. Then we're going to Rocky Mount, Virginia. You want to talk about this crazy stuff going on in Virginia? Everybody keeps saying, say something about Virginia. We've said plenty about Virginia and the gun rights. I'm going to actually come to Virginia. We're going to do a show. Uh, so come hang out with us, Rocky Mount, Virginia. Uh, it's a hard place to get to, population 5,011 people. Uh, be interesting. Sometimes they send us to some weird places on the map. Well, you got some interesting kind of hate from some people Did on I? one of those about Virginia. Did I? Yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, well, I'm going to talk about some hate that I've gotten here recently. Um, kind of interesting, the stuff that people bring up. Uh, then we're going to go to uh, Visalia Bakersfield in Reno. Um, Reno's February 1st. So we got get a watchchad.com. Get it all. Get it all. Get it all. Get it all. Everybody wants to talk about uh, censorship. We put out the video uh, on YouTube and on Facebook talking about censorship and how people, like, I ask you to share it because... Uh, you know, share our videos because so much is getting censored. Like we did the, the, the we did the video about the Texas church shooting. We had to re-edit that. Candace had to re-edit it because I had to pull the live stream video out of it, so it couldn't show the shooting. Uh, the fact that there was gun in the title, they pull that down. And look, I, I know, I know, I know. Everybody wants to come at me and say, "Well, YouTube and Facebook and all that—they're private companies. They can do what they want to do. They have their rules and guidelines." I understand that. I, I get that. But if you're if you're going to continue to condone private companies even who are scared of a word like G-U-N, I mean you just just because it's in the title of something, you're going to hammer down on censorship. That's not okay. That's not okay that we continue to support all of those those different companies that do things like that. Uh, but I had a guy and I said, you know, share it. I said, because you take our Jeffrey Epstein episodes, that that didn't even um get monetized with ads because it was dealing with their what was it, Candace? Their wording of, of graphic violence or, you know, death Recent that had happened. Recent tragic death or current events. Yeah. So, which is a dumb, it's just an arbitrary rule that they come up with. And, and my thing there, Candace, is it's one thing for a private company to say, okay, these are our rules and regulations. But see, that's not the issue. So don't come at me. First of all, none of you are social media experts. None of you. None of, none of, none of you. I know more about you than social media. And I'm not a social media expert, okay? So none of you are either. I do social media for a living and half for the last six years, and, and even longer, really, but just been successful at it for six years. And I'm telling you, you don't even know what we deal with. Don't go changing the rules on us. That's the thing. Set the rules. Don't change them every 10 days. And that's exactly what they do. You're dealing with you deal with that too. Yeah. I mean you've seen it. You've seen you've seen the, the rise thought, and the fall of everything we do. Yeah, and I thought you you put yours out on Friday or it came out on Friday, didn't it? What came out on Friday? Something you had something come out on Friday. We did the one uh we did the one about Marvel and the transgenderism that we released oh, okay. on that YouTube was... only, but then uh a day later I had already recorded the one about asking people to share and stop the censorship cuz the only way to battle it is for you to share it. And and the reason I say that because I know the objection, and I've gotten the objections. The reason is because it's about you. You're the victim, the person watching and listening. You're the victim. Because it's if, if the folks that are at the forefront using their platforms and their voices like we do to put information out there, and we're the ones getting censored, what do you think they're going to do to you? 
I mean, what do you think they're going to they're going to stop every, all of your sense of, you know, putting things out there in speech? And I know people are going to say, well, let's start a conservative deal. I don't want to start a conservative deal. I want to start. I want to have a fair deal where speech yeah. is fair. I don't need everybody to agree with me. God forbid I don't want that. I don't need that level of homogenization in America. I don't want that. I want different people. I want different opinions. I want different viewpoints. I want different uh, uh, faiths. I want different colors of skin. I want all of that stuff. I want to be able to wear my cowboy hat in public without people getting triggered by it. I want Mark to be redheaded, even though he's not. He can identify as a soulless ginger if he wants, even though he's not redheaded. I, I would just want you to be, you be who you want to be. He's a little, he's got a little a tinge of red. He's got a beard. tinge to it. A tinge. But like, you know, I had somebody the other day um, on Twitter who said, and they do this all the time. Imagine the 21st century. This, this is 2020 and, and a guy is still wearing a cowboy hat. And I'm like, imagine being a narrow-minded bigot that can't be around people that aren't just like you and come from a different walk of life. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that, you freaking people. Uh, but it's you that's going to suffer from it. Quit changing the rules, and that's what we're fighting. The only way to do that, there's MeWe, there's Parler, there's All Social. I'm on all of them. Just look up Chad Prather. Hell, I'm even on TikTok. Don't have a clue what I'm doing on TikTok. Are y'all on TikTok, Mark? You do that? Anything? I've, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a huge social media person, but I've never been on TikTok before. That's um, weird, dude. Yeah. It's a Chinese company. You're just giving all your information to China. Well, we doing. already gave that information up a long, long time, time ago. As soon as we started putting our, but Apple. this guy sent me a message and he said, uh, "I'm not trying to be a smartass, but if I share all this stuff, talking about what we ask him to do, where's my cut in of that money? I mean, if you got in that big, whatever, Chad, terrible English, uh, where you can talk about this stuff and they're trying to cut you short of the money that you're making off of YouTube and the rest of the stuff." that you're doing, why can't I have a cut of what's going on? And that's not being a smart ass. Uh, I'm just simply saying, I mean, hell, you didn't make this program from nothing. I said, yeah, actually, I did make this from nothing, uh, from the front seat of a truck, actually. Now it requires money to put content out there. No one's getting rich from what we do. It costs you nothing to share this content. It costs me a lot to put it out there. And his so, cut would probably be about one-tenth of a cent per month. Well, no, Where my do we thing there is let, uh, you, you will make commensurate to your investment in this process, which has been absolutely dick. You've never yeah. invested anything. Nothing. You, know, you, have any, you don't pay to put the lights on here in this studio. You don't pay to put content out. You don't, you don't drive to a studio and sit down here. You know what I'm saying? You don't get the death threats and the hate. And by the way, if you speak Arabic— and I appreciate the fact that there's some tension right now between America and Iran, and, and some of y'all are just waking up to it. I want to remind you that, first of all, Iran has been at war uh, since 732 A.D., and they've been at war with us for well over 40 years. Uh, some of y'all are just waking up to the fact because of social media, like, oh, my God, Iran's wanted to blow us off the map for a long time. And I, I realize that some of y'all are now getting woke to this. Uh, if you speak Arabic— and you don't like me, and you want to send me a message, send it in damn English, because I can't read your squabbly squawk shorthand bullshit. I can't read that stuff. <laughs> you okay? got to run it through a translator. I mean, if you're saying death to Chad Prather and you're writing it in squiggle lines, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't care how many dots you put over the chicken scratch. All, all due respect to the, uh, but I'm, I'm sick of my inbox blowing up with Arabic messages, and I'm like, look. 
shut the up, you know. I see I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but that's what I want to say. That's what I want to say because I really don't care. I really don't care. Hey, Simply Safe, this is a perfect time for home security. Uh, it's like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security that Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know that the police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. And if there's a break in, Simply Safe is going to use real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for normal. Uh, burglar alarms. So with Simply Safe, you're going to get comprehensive protection for your home, outdoor cameras, doorbells, you know, the alerts. You, I love those doorbell cameras, right? You just see who's coming to your house. Do, you do anything approaching your home, you're going to see it. Entry, motion, glass break sensors, guard inside, plus Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, carbon monoxide poisoning, all monitored 24 7 by live security professionals. You can set it up really easy yourself, no tools needed. Or Simply Safe's experts come out and do it for you. Only 50 cents a day. You got to get it. No contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash watch Chad today. Get free shipping on your order plus a 60 day money back guarantee. That's Simply Safe, S I M P L I safe.com slash watch Chad. To have home security you deserve today. Simplysafe.com slash watch Chad. Uh, speaking of somebody that's probably going to need some protection is Ricky Gervais. If you were watching the Golden Globe Awards last night, uh, and I doubt most of you were, but if you've been on social media, you have no doubt seen the seven-minute, 42-second monologue of Ricky Gervais just roasting Hollywood. Now, let me just say, we're not going to show the video. You can see the video in plenty of places. But again, because of the censorship stuff, first of all, it belongs to NBC, so we're not going to put it out there and then have it pulled. But he was he was pretty he was pretty brutal, and I don't need to show it to you anyway because you've seen it. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were watching the football game. The football game ended. It said Golden Globes in 13 minutes and something seconds. I said, change the channel real quick, get off there, because I had no <laughs> desire to watch it. Well, a lot of times, you know, the networks will have me on the morning shows to talk about uh, the response after the the uh, award shows, and they didn't this time, which is kind of surprising, especially since it fed, this going it, they on. didn't need it because, and I say they didn't need that because of the the. I did watch. Some of the news this morning in Fox News and a couple other stations were all over what he had to say. So oh, they needed kinda, my commentary. Well, they, they needed he my commentary. Put what, I felt like it was you up there talking well, for a minute. So, okay, there's two sides of this coin. And before everybody goes off getting, you know, a, a, a Viagra reaction to Ricky Gervais thing, uh, let me just say, first of all, he is part of the establishment in Hollywood. He is that person. Ricky Gervais has always been a comedian that makes me laugh. Uh, he's, he's irreverent. He's inappropriate. I enjoy that aspect of his comedy. Um, there's never been anyone safe from it. He said many, many things that I'm sure I don't agree with. Uh, in fact, I know that, but I, that's okay because I have people on Twitter this morning who are coming at me and saying, yeah, but he said this in the past. Okay. I, I there's plenty of comedians out there that I don't have to agree with in order to laugh at them. You know, I, I you know, whoopee do that. I don't agree with you. I see you people forget. I don't. Yeah, I said you people. You people forget <laughs> that I really don't have a problem with disagreements. Like, I'm okay to disagree with somebody. I'm okay with you to disagree with me. I don't need everybody agreeing with me. I don't need a homogenized world to live in. You can send me the messages in Arabic. I'm kidding. My God, you people, your towels are wrapped too tight. I'm just saying that I don't care if you're different. 
I want you to be different. That's I'm fan- different. I disagree Task. with you all the time. Of course you do. And I love it when people send me messages like, well, I don't always agree with you, but I will share it because America. Of course you don't agree with me with everything I I don't say. always agree with you either, but except payday, I, don't I agree. agree with you. <laughs> I don't agree with my own self most of the time. So that's okay. All I'm saying is remember that Gervais is an establishment guy. Those were jokes written on a teleprompter, and on the teleprompter, that means the producers knew what he was going to say. I promise you, Gervais was not sitting there writing his own jokes in the teleprompter. Someone was doing it for him. So they knew, and he knew, and you notice that they kept scanning to DiCaprio and De Niro and Scorsese and Streep and Ellen and to... uh, uh, who was the other one that was in there that kept going? So, but it's all these so-called, you know, outspoken people in Hollywood who have talked about, oh, and Tom Hanks, you know, and all these guys have talked everything from environmentalism. Some of them were friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And of course he called all of that stuff out. Yeah, right? it's, And it's all a publicity move for them. If they didn't do that and put that out there as, you know, having a different point of view, it wouldn't be on the news this morning. Yeah. It's a Golden Globe thrown last night. So and so won, and you're and, and you're showing it. and you're showing their reactions to the stuff because, you know, what he said for the most part was true, but it was it, it was almost you got to be careful with stuff like that because now that you've given him an opportunity, now don't get me wrong, he's going to catch hell for it. Gervais is going to catch hell for it because you can't just you can't get real with people and really tell the jokes, uh, and people not get triggered by it. But it almost puts a Band-Aid over some very real issues that are there, you know, because now they've laughed at it. They've giggled. They've chuckled. And, oh, yeah, we've admitted, you know, yeah, we knew Jeffrey Epstein. And, yeah, we fly on our private jets. And we talk about the, you know, our politics. Now we've had our little laugh at it. And they're going to go on and nothing's going to change. It's just I think we got to get off on it whenever one of their own roasts them. You know what I'm saying? One of their own people. I don't kinda. know, though. They're probably okay with that because it's just like you and your buddy sitting around. Each other can roast each other. But yeah. as soon as someone else does, if they yeah. disagree, if they really disagree with you or on the opposite side, they're going to, you know, throw it back at you. And and there's been some barbs that have been traded over the years with uh, between Tom Hanks and Ricky Gervais. You know, Tom Hanks has spoken out. But it, I thought some of the reactions there were pretty interesting. I didn't, wa- I didn't watch any of the... Uh, reactions of anybody because most of it I listen to on the radio and stuff but uh, I'm sure Robert De Niro was uh, I'm not sure Robert De Niro is smart enough to even know that he was in the room I don't know I mean I started watching the Irishman I'm about I don't know about four days into it Um, it's pretty good it's a good movie I'm sure it is good it's uh it's extremely long yeah I I don't know that uh I I can't watch it I can't watch it you know I get to a point where People just pissed me off to the point. Like the other day, like I was okay with, you know, Jade had bought one of the kids something from Nike. And this has been a while back. This is when Kaepernick first started out. She's like, am I okay to buy Nike? And I'm like, I don't care if you buy Nike, you know, whoopee-doo. I mean, the guy's using Nike and he's doing his pollution. But then after it keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, and I'm like, we walked by the Nike store the other day. And she's like, well, and I said, I'm not buying Nike. We're not even looking at Nike. I'm done with Nike. Yeah. And I'm that way with De Niro, right? The, at that point, I, like after a while, I've heard you spout off at the mouth so much, I can't even watch it. Well, now, you know, Kaepernick, all he do, has to do is go out there and say something, you know, crazy again and sell another million shoes, though. Uh, but is it's, it a million shoes? I don't know. I don't know. There's I don't a million know. Chinese kids making them. There's, I mean, he's really the last. I said it on Twitter yesterday. I was in one of my moods. Typically, Sunday mornings, I wake up and, and I'm just a little pissy. And I... I uh, 
I kind of went off on Kaepernick again yesterday, who I'm really sick of talking about. I did the video the other day about let's leave Kaepernick in 2019. But, you know, he just keeps popping off at the mouth about how America only exists to subjugate brown people. And, you know, that's historically all we've ever done. And and I went on there and I, I said, you know, he's actually the worst role model you can have for talking about the subjugation of people whenever he's he uses sub- Chinese sweatshops <laughs> to make Nike. People. He's, yeah. you know, subjugating them. And I will remind everyone out there, please read history from a perspective of truth. And, and remember in the 18th and 17th centuries, there were over 300,000 white people that were brought from Europe and shipped to America for the use of slavery. Uh, slavery, as bad as it was, was an economic system. Uh, it wasn't so much a race system. And I can say that because there were well over 3,000 black slave owners in America uh, at the time of the Civil War. So it was an economic system. It was a vile economic system, but it was an economic system. So it wasn't just partial to one race over another. Uh, and the people that don't want to believe that, um, you're just not reading history. So, you know, anyway, I mean, they would sweep. Oh, and by the way, the life expectancy for those white slaves was two years. They would sweep these kids off the street and they would just vanish and disappear. And that was it. And guess what? They were working in America. Now, I know people who say, well, they were just indentured servants. <laughs> they lived two years. Uh, yeah. They lived two years. They lived two years. They I, indentured servitude is still slavery. Um. Yeah. What do you think, Candace? Huh? What do you think about Gervais? What do you think about Ricky? I like Ricky. I think he's funny. Agree with him? It. Nah. But I mean, all the time. But no. It was pretty entertaining. But was entertaining. I can see why they chose him because they always every time he hosts. That's not his first time hosting. Right. He's hosted several times, and every time they vow to not ask him back. But I think over the years, all the ratings have plummeted. So just like Steve said, everyone is talking about it this morning and yeah. sh- circulating the videos and everything like that. So it, I could see why they did it from a marketing strategy. But I thought he was funny. Like I it. thought it was funny. Um, it, it was pointed. It was comedy. It was comedy. I mean, I thought his deal when he was talking about, um, what's her name, pissing on a tree from the cats. Uh, was it James, uh, uh, Judy Dench? When, yeah, Dame, Dame Judy Dench defended the film, saying it was a film she was born to play because she loves nothing better than plunking herself down on the carpet, <laughs> lifting her leg and licking her ass. Is this a fair? <laughs> I guess that, called, terrible. that She's movie, old school. he fell flat on its back. I thought cats were supposed to land on their feet. <laughs> oh, I, my I watched a Lord. preview for that movie, and I'm like, is anyone going to go watch this? Yeah. Apparently not. I love it, dude. Uh, it was—it's pretty horrible. Um, I, I, I thought it was funny. I mean, it was, there were some good jokes in there, uh, but you're right. I think it, it adds to the ratings. It does the whole thing, and and so what? So what? Hollywood goes on, man. Hollywood goes on, and Hollywood's sick. It's just—it's dis- disturbing the stuff that's there. I was just interested at how sickly everybody looked. Do you notice that they're not eating meat? I mean, you see these—it was all vegetarian party. I mean, do you see these folks? Like Tom Hanks looks like. Like he's molded out of gray clay or something. I mean, all you ever got to do is go to Whole Foods and just walk around and look at these people. They look like they're one bite of granola away from overdosing on it. It's just <laughs> disgusting. I mean, like, that's not healthy. They they had an all-vegan menu at the did Golden they? Globes. Yeah. They really did? They really did. I don't understand this crap anymore. I mean, like I said, I don't eat much meat except for chicken every now and then with Sean. <laughs> you eat a lot of chicken. I ate a lot of chicken when I'm around Sean. I, historically, yes, all chicken, a lot of chicken, but... My God, I'm watching this stuff, and I'm I'm looking at even, like, Keith Urban sitting there. 
He's a and, vegan. And it's like, I, yeah. yeah, but it's like you guys look like you're not well. But you're not well. No. I mean, you look at, and I love how these people come out there, Scorsese and De Niro, and, and like these people really believe they're something special. You just watch them. You watch their body language, their behavior, and how they do. And like they're they've condescended from the mountains of Olympus on high, where all of the legends live, and they come down to the little vegan dinner and get the rewards and get honored. And oh, we're here just for you, little people. Well, they've been told that their whole life. You know, going through the you know how great they are and how great they are. Every now and then, somebody needs to tell you you're a piece of shit. <laughs> growing up and then that way it kind of keeps you in check exactly they've never been kept in check steve's parenting book is coming out when yeah we're gonna a party foul parenting book yeah (laughs) i've done a pretty good job but you know what in the pudding but you know what it's that's a good parenting strategy every now and then you got to tell your kid you're a piece of shit now i'm not saying you use those words per se no i'm just breaking it down for you remind them like you know hey you're not that special kid yeah and, and I said that on a video the other day. I said, you know, you're a blip on the radar of human history. You're not that important. You're really not. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just the air that's in your nostrils that can go away this afternoon or in the moment's notice. I mean, good Lord. So I'm looking at these people. I'm like, you're not that important. I, I, they just so smug. So smug. Well, I'm here to tell you, you ain't all that, Chad Prather. I, you know what? I'm the first to tell you that. I'll tell him that every now and then. I say, dude. That ain't right. I, I, I'm the first. I'm the first one to tell you that. Somewhere, Steve started believing his own press. I, I do believe mine. Mine's all good. <laughs> I know what a piece of shit I am. It, Lord it happens. Have, Lord have mercy. Sorry. For Y'all got to get his beer for brunch. New podcast. Go uh, go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Party Foul Nation, and uh, get his beer for brunch. You guys had like a bunch. Y'all were at the brewery the other day. Yeah, Y'all had, and I, uh, I was. Hey, we had 19 people there, including our wives, that came out to watch the beer for brunch. You know, podcast at the brewery. I couldn't have been happier. And y'all, y'all could have been uh, three showed up. I'd have been happy. So, but y'all, y'all had um, um, you had the live crowd that was there, and and just that thing's taking. Yeah, on, we so. did. Uh, we did the Manhattan Project Beer Company. It was mm-hmm. our first one videoed. You know, on location and uh talk to the owners of the place and you know they're dedicated to hard work and building their own business and brewing beer you know who else is uh dedicated to hard work iran <laughs> they they got something in the works uh they've they've told everybody all the americans to leave iraq be vigilant people i'm not playing with you be vigilant because uh you never know what kind of retaliation but i do know that when when political and religious leaders start getting themselves out of the public eye something's going down because they're always the first ones to be warned and uh, we're starting to see some of that stuff they put what an 80 million dollar bounty on trump's head is that that what the deal was and george lopez came out and said that they'll do it for half he said we'll do it for half yeah he said when he said when he said we i don't know if he meant comedians actors or mexicans yeah but he said we so might have to so you just think because they're mexicans they could do it cheaper well, I didn't say that. I'm saying it was one of the uh, it's one of those three we's. There might be another we in there. Maybe he meant fathers. Maybe he meant you know, know. He needs to know. make a definitive. You know. Yeah. Oh well. He says we people. Oh well. And let me just say, folks, uh, the people who are saying, "Well, Iran, you know, we shouldn't have bombed uh, Soleimani. World's a better place without uh, General Soleimani in it." And you know, Trump, even when they shot the drone down. A while back, they shot the drone down. Trump didn't really retaliate. 
You know, he gave him, he, can't, he keeps giving him the little spanking of the economic sanctions and things like that. They shot the drone down. Trump came out and said, well, there was nobody harmed, right? We can build another drone. Yeah, it's an expensive deal, but we can build another drone. But then you go out there and you have the embassy that's attacked and you have the, um, what was it, that uh, contractor, the contractor that got killed. Yeah. And when you start losing American life, then it gets pretty, it gets pretty serious. And now it's time to smoke somebody. So they smoked him. And uh, anyway, that's what happens, man. That's what happens. And everybody wants to talk about Now everybody's all concerned about it. Oh, my God. I've just started telling the millennials that World War Three already happened, so they'll shut up about it. <laughs> they don't read history books, so they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, they don't they know. They have no idea. And I hate even using the word millennials. I just mean everybody young. Yeah. Because everybody relates to millennial. Not even millennials anymore. It's Gen Z, like Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. What are you? Label yourself. At heart, I'm probably a boomer. (laughs) I don't even know what I am. (laughs) You're Generation X. I'm on my way out. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then, and then, hey, listen, if you're working, uh, if you're working fast food at the Chicken Express, uh, don't wear a hijab, right? Isn't that what happened? She was told to leave. Uh, you due ma- to her hijab. You imagine hijab. if that came unraveled and landed in your gravy for your, you know, at Chicken Express or something. You don't want that big. You thing. don't know what's all wrapped up in that. You thing. don't. You need you to get know, a, something smaller that's that you can wear under your. So like, this girl Stephanie, Stephanie, S T E F A N A E, which is such a damn millennial thing. Spell your name right. What is this? Spell your name right. I have to look at the spelling of this. Where's this Stephanie at? Coleman, 22 years old. She converted to Islam back in August. And uh, well, up, up in Saginaw, our neighbor's up in Saginaw. She's working at Chicken Express. Um, and manager took exception to her religious headscarf when she wore it to work for the first time Monday. And uh, she had told them, told the supervisors that when they were hiring her that she planned to soon wear a hijab. And then she found out later, found nothing, I'm sorry, in the employee handbook about the garment worn by some Muslim women. Uh, if that was going to be a problem, I wouldn't have applied. Well, the what, new what do you 20, really think about it, Steve? The new 2020 handbook has it in there, I bet, <laughs> that you can't wear that. Well, it's not part of the uniform. And you can't conceal it under a part of the uniform, then you shouldn't be able to wear it. I don't know. I mean, me personally, I, like if I was the manager of the deal, I wouldn't have sent her home. I'd have just been like, okay, that's what she does. I mean, I, I see plenty of people in a lot of public places wearing a yarmulke or a hijab or whatever. Yeah, um, but uh, so okay, but if it's much. but if you're an employee for a company and your uniform is this, your clothing attire is this, that's what everyone wears. No, no, I get that, and I and I and I can I can justify it on that side too. Um, it's uh, you're right. I mean, now let's go back to what we we're talking about with YouTube and Facebook and blah 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 blah. blah. If it's their private company, then they get to do whatever rules they want to do. And the same with Chicken Express. Now, of course, this was a specific if, supervisor if, or manager. I don't know that this was a corporate If response. I was Chicken Express corporate, I would design a Chicken Express hijab. It would be, you know, it would be bright yellow, red, have a chicken on the side. And then you can wear it. El loco pollo. Make it part of the uniform. Yeah. And then have no problem with it. Hey, a famous movie villain once said... Introduce a little anarchy, upset the established order, and everything becomes chaos. And I believe truer words have rarely been spoken 
History has demonstrated this truth repeatedly. Stock market crash, terrorist attack, power goes off, you can't wear your hijab. Listen, these things happen without warning, and whenever it's breaking news, it's too late to prepare. Now, now you're in a panic, and you're scrambling, and here's what I want you to do. Avoid the chaos. Here's what you got to do today. Build an emergency food supply. I trust and use my Patriot Supply to do this. Get started with a two-week food kit this week. Save 40% on the food kits when you go to my special website, preparewithchad.com. These kits include breakfast, lunches, dinners that last up to 25 years, Steve Powell. I like In that. storage, they arrive fast at your door, guaranteed two-day delivery. Those that know what's coming are preparing today. You should, too. So go to preparewithchad.com. Save 40% right now. That's a deal. Preparewithchad.com. I believe in it. I believe in it. I do, too. I've got a couple of weeks at my house. Yeah, uh, we do. But wa- if stuff- not only water, but food as well. Yeah, stuff I mean, goes down, man. Don't come to my house knocking. I need a few more weeks supply, though. Is that a new sponsor? Heck yeah. I like that. Well, I mean, if you ever showed up to the studio, you'd know how long well, we were doing Well, I took them. off during Christmas and yeah, New Year's you, you, and yesterday or Thursday, Friday. Um, you know, and I have people on social media who say, oh, it's the end times. Jesus is coming back. Yeah. I'd go ahead and prepare anyway. Uh, get prepared for the undertaker before the upper taker is what I encourage people to do. And if you're a Christian, you can't do business while trying to go out of business. So stop hanging your we're leaving shingle. Uh, up and if you really want to be a quote Christian, uh, read your Bible and understand that Christians are made for spiritual warfare. And when things get hard, it doesn't mean that Jesus is coming to take you out of the war. Uh, he's probably just heating things up because historically speaking, Christians have been persecuted for their faith. They've died. They've been martyred. And just because things got hard doesn't mean Jesus is going to come help you escape. So why don't you prepare for doing kingdom business because the Bible says everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that that which cannot be shaken will remain. And if you're shaken, guess what? You ain't kingdom. So there's my little preach, Mark. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? That's straightforward. I like that. I, I do. So stop trying to go out of business. You move to Hong Kong, they're killing people over there, man. Let me tell you, Hong Kong, these protesters now, apparently they're making them sick. We don't know. We don't well, know. I heard uh, I heard from somebody was talking in the over by the, you know, water fountain, and they were talking about maybe they released something into the air yeah. that's mm-hmm. making people sick. I know they're, they're monitoring people. I'm not people pointing that, fingers at anybody, but we were talking conspiracy theories. Well, you don't have to. You know, we know who you're pointing at. Listen, when most kids, when most kids were six, seven years old, reading Goodnight Moon and, and Velveteen Rabbit, Candace was trying to figure out who murdered John Bonet Ramsey. <laughs> was it the brother? That's that's super true, though. I, like, I know it is. I the other day, Candace I text on that you. one if she thinks the brother. Yeah, the other day I texted him and I said, "2020 is the year I find um, Jimmy Hoffa's bones." Yeah, ah. we're gonna do it. Yeah, I think I know where they are. I think they're buried beneath Giant Stadium in New York. I think Robert oh, De Niro had something to do with it. That's not a bad thing, right? Because the Teamsters targeted the um, the railroad, or not the railroad, but the uh, gates into Manhattan mm-hmm. and stuff like that so they could pay a higher taxes on the stuff that they were bringing in. And that was right when they were building Giant Stadium. I think they put him in a barrel, mm-hmm. dropped him in the concrete pylon down in the okay. ground, and bam, there it is. You can tune into our next week's episode where we'll be live from there the stadium. Go. Next week, Candace is going to be out there with an X-ray machine. Don't X-ray test me, and all the Steve. I'll be gone. You got to remember, this is the same girl that wanted to go join the Scientology church. 
To, and I was denied. To check things. What? And I was denied. You said no. I said no. We don't have any fight in that game. I'm still mad about that. There's no skin in that fight right you there. You don't so. want to upset Tom Cruise. I have him after you. Yeah, we don't. Those people spend a million dollars just to ruin your life. Um, and I know some of you are going to say, that's my religion. Don't start talking about it. Shut up. I just called out the Christians. I can call out the Scientologists. I've called out the Muslims. Uh, Steve will call out the Catholics. And I, yeah, I've been calling out. I, I told, I told somebody I want to slap the shit out of this Pope. And people are getting <laughs> mad at me. Oh, well, I respect God. Well, the Pope ain't God. Nope. I mean, good God. I mean, he gave that Asian lady a smackdown. But he pulled his hand he back. Just pulled, and, he pulls his hand. He doesn't let anybody kiss him on the get, hand. He's though. a weird dude, man. He's a weird. Can you imagine dude. that's a lot of germs. Somebody kissing you on the I hand. I don't care. Now you're not, supposed to. Pope is the incarnation of Christ on the earth. He's the direct descendant of Peter. They crucified Peter. Crucified Jesus. They were they were clutching at the hems of their garments. Uh, they crowded around Peter so much. In the Book of Acts says that the, when his shadow fell on people, they were healed. I mean, listen. That's this is this guy. This guy thinks he's special, man. Well, I would be real selective on who I let kiss me on the. He's the hands. Pope, man. Yeah. He don't let nobody. Though. You know, when you become the Pope, you get your hand kissed. Did you see though that one guy faked him out? He jerked his hand back and he kissed the other hand. He went down like he was going to kiss. The Pope jerks it out. He kissed his other hand. People are crazy. I'd kick him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Pope, this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, here they come. Here they come. Send the messages. Here they come. Party foul, Steve. I didn't, um, I didn't say nothing bad against. We'll make, we'll make fun of, I mean, come Make on. him snatching his hand. Oh, well, he's 80-something years old, and he's, he shouldn't be grabbing an old man like that. He's well, the he, Pope. If you can't do the job, don't Pope. He could snatch that hand back quick, though, Oh, he for being quick. 80. He's like, yeah. Going back to poping. Poping ain't easy. <laughs> hey, uh, but apparently in Hong Kong, people have worked at the seafood market and sold wild animals, like rabbits and birds. And they say, though, that's it's an avian flu kind of deal. Uh, the avian flu has been ruled out along with the influenza, so they don't know. But they're using thermal in- imaging there at the airport to check passengers, see who's running the fever. The fever. I got the fever. Oh, boy. Who knows, man? Who knows? There's a couple of things else I want to get to. I know we're out of time, but I want to get to something here in the next, just the next couple of minutes. Here's some crazy stuff. I'm going to give you some tips on, on how to deal with law enforcement if you're a, a druggie. All right. First of all, <laughs> in Minnesota... There was a guy who got busted breaking into a wealthy relative's house. And I won't get into all that story. That's interesting right there. Uh, 31-year-old guy, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, He tried to bribe the police with heroin. Um, Don't do that. Use cash. (laughs) (laughs) Heroin? Cops don't do drugs. They'll lose their job. Don't do that. Uh, now my cop buddies so, are going to hate me. He cut into the screen porch, used a crowbar to break the window, and he, the um, he the, the uncle apparently had given this nephew that he broke into the uncle's house. He'd given the nephew a check for three thousand and planned to give him another twenty five thousand, uh, which I don't know what for, but they were charged, and so they anyway, yeah, don't don't do that, don't don't try to bow. And then there's uh. There's um, the FBI is searching for their. Well, they've searched the home, the doomsday writer. Have you read this person at all, Candace? Chad Daybell. I don't know why it's got to be a Chad. They're Such always a Chad. A, it's always a Chad. 
Um, Always a Chad. They're investigating the disappearance of his wife, Lori uh, Daybell's two kids. This is Idaho. So a 17-year-old, 7-year-old. Tell me about this marriage because it's kind of a weird thing, right? This guy, he writes stories, uh, you know, preparing people for the earth, the second coming of Christ, and written all these end-of-the-world things. And And then the wife died, right? First two wives died. Okay. Which, third time's a charm. And then I think the woman who is now his wife, her husband also died mysteriously. Mm. And now they're on the run, and they haven't seen the kids in about three years. Three years? That's what the last reports were saying. Good Lord have mercy. Uh, I, I don't know if it's the end of the world for the rest of us, but if you're connected to this cat, obviously it's the end of the world for you. Yeah. So that's that's how practical that is. Maybe this is just a stunt to sell books. Yeah, well, maybe so. But they're they're searching this my cat kids out. disappear so I can sell some books. Don't be weird, man. Why do people have to be so weird? Why do people have to be so weird? Golly, man. What's weird now? I just stuff. AOC. Oh. I'm tired of hearing about her, too. Yeah, I know. She doesn't like Joe Biden. That's a little, yeah. She's she's got to she's got to stick with Bernie Sanders. She does, but she's a socialist, and they're like minds. Had yeah, someone who say. had someone who sent me a long message. I love it the people who say you need to have me on because I'm diametrically opposed to everything you believe in, and we should debate. And I'm like, well, who are you? Yeah, I don't know you. Well, I'm from Sweden, uh, and I'm a socialist according to your definition. No, according to my definition, Sweden's not a socialist country. It's actually a capitalist country that uses a lot of social programs but that's beside the point obviously you're not listening so why do i want to debate somebody who's misquoting me anyway <laughs> you should have me on oh wait here i am there you are there you that's... are <laughs> in all a lot of, big of words in that fullness. last sentence i don't even know what they all meant all of your fullness that's... you go to watchchad.com get an unapologetic patriot shirt and then go to watchchad.com find out the tour schedule you get one of those coins you get a party apocalypse coin from gmr go or bullion box you I lost get it. it you oh, get the coin you get the party time mom you will be you will be ready for the apocalypse you can get you some simply safe home security you can uh prepare with chad.com and get you some food in there get you the get you the coin of the party apocalypse right there there is holding it up. It's a cute little picture it's on, got there. Your face party on time. there. It says party time on. You bring that to a live show. Show that to Steve Powell. He will sell you merchandise for 20% off. That's 20%? Dang, 20% off. That's a good so deal. So if you want to buy some shirts at the show, uh, 20% off. No, that's the deal is you're paying more for the coin. And I have people say, well, why would I pay more than spot price for silver? Because you're getting a deal. You're in the club. You're in the coin crew. Right, so you get the coin crew club, uh, get get the coin, come to a show, and you're like, but what if I don't get to come to a show? You send a picture, Steve at WatchChad.com. You send Steve a picture of you holding the party apocalypse. It's party time, mom. Silver coin from Bullion Box, GMR Gold. You send us that, and guess what you're going to get? We will send you a discount code to use to buy online. Oh, I like that. Heck yeah, dude. We'll send you a discount code. You can put on your order to use a discount code. And that will apply at not only Watch Chad, but it will also for Party Foundation. You can get oh. to Party Foundation by going to watchchad.com. We make it simple for Easy you. Peasy peasy. People talking about Facebook and YouTube. But I'm like, just go to watchchad.com and get anything you want. Get it all right there. It's Including right this there. one. I, you go to the Blaze to get this one, but through your website. You can still get there. Yep. That's right. F the left. I love that. Forgive the left. Forgive, Forgive the, left. the left, people. F the left. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. 
I, I wish like I'd it. have had that shirt when I was at TPUSA. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when I spoke down there in West Palm Beach, it's a good looking shirt. I got down there and I was like, "Damn it, I did not, I didn't bring my F the Left shirt," and I just thought it would have been great. Anyway, all right, folks, we're gonna get out of here. Happy Monday! It's gonna be a great week. We're kicking off 2020 so strong, so stupid strong. So many things going on. Am I crazy? Comedy show, party foul nation, beer for brunch. Blaze TV, the Chad Prather Show. Let's keep it crazy, people. It's party time, Mom. It's a Monday. Here we go, folks. I love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.